Inside the Coach's Headset, presented by Tony Smith, your hometown shelter insurance agent. Call Tony at 528-7079. 528-7079. The X's and O's of coaching from the Upper Cumberland's best as we go Inside the Coach's Headset. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Inside the Coach's Headset. I'm your host, Amos Rogan. We welcome you, and you are listening to Inside the Coach's Headset on ucsportsnation.com. We're sponsored by Tony Smith, your shelter insurance agent. Call Tony at 931-528-7079 for all your insurance needs. We've got an exciting show today, and and one that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, Today, we are not talking to a coach. We're talking to a player, and uh, a a player who's kind of seen the – downs and ups of, of failure and success within the program that he's playing in. Uh, we welcome Bradley McBride. He is a senior on the White County High School Warrior football team. Uh, Bradley, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Um, obviously, the program has seen a lot of ups and downs here recently, um, uh, holding a record that I don't think anybody was very proud of as far as the, the losses go, but – uh this year seeing you know a five win season and and seeing a lot of success and even though uh we did have some uh losses this year some of those losses were were close to some really good teams that are in the playoffs now uh kind of talk to us a little bit about how uh obviously the last 2 years has been rough but finishing up on your senior season uh, how you've kind of how the program and how all your teammates kind of came up through it. So this year, five wins. You know that's obviously not the goal. You know we expected more, but uh, our past two seasons we went zero and twenty, and I mean that was tough. I mean it was hard playing hard teams, playing good teams, and uh, I feel like our senior class. You know we. Uh, really wanted to change something we really wanted to show up and work hard you know and I hope that we leave that behind you know for the upcoming classes and I'm really excited for them you playing defensive back or being a DB safety uh is primarily what you played um you know you see a lot of different fronts from a lot of different teams Uh, the last two years being in a district that uh, a lot of big physical teams especially from the Murfreesboro area um, and, and uh, playing a lot of different offenses. Uh, what's probably one of the most challenging things that you've been able to, to see in your time being a defensive back? Well, we've played a lot of really good athletes and, you know, guys that are going to go D1 and, uh, you know, they're a lot harder to tackle, you know, and we're playing those – playing really big schools. They have three or four of these guys that it takes more than one person to bring down, you know, and – that's a big thing for us, you know. We got to have everybody to the ball and get more than one person on them. And 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 talking about it's going to take more than one person, you know, to bring some of these big guys down. And and obviously, um, proper form and 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 wrapping up on tackles is something that you don't see very often in high school, college, and or professional. Everybody just wants to lay the big the big hit. Yeah and not really wrap up, well, if they can bounce off of you, then you're giving them five more yards. Uh, strength and conditioning obviously plays a role in that. How has uh, 
strength and conditioning this year in the football team that that was went out there got the five wins what's been the difference in terms of just the overall size and speed of this team as compared to the other teams well last season after our final game we got together the offensive coordinator coach Seagraves um a group of us were asking him about workouts and he said we can start next Monday you know the very next Monday and we got right back at it right after the season right after school we were putting an hour and a half you know workout days and we got more and more people joining in on that and I mean it, I think it just showed how much we wanted to change things you know and how much how much it meant to the players that wanted to get in and start working harder you know try to get stronger for the upcoming season mm-hmm. and I think that helped us a lot and uh, talk a little bit about coach Seagraves uh, Greg Seagraves offensive coordinator there at White County and head coach Mark Frazier who um came in for his first season this year. Uh, talk a little bit about how their culture, um, just kind of watching on the sidelines and everything, you know, you can tell that that uh, not only have they bought in to, to establishing a culture inside this program, but it seems like the community has really bought in as well. I think Coach Frazier and his staff have done a really good job. Um, they're all really good guys. They're really good to play for, and uh, – I feel like they brought us in, you know, found the guys that wanted to work and gave us opportunities on the field. And uh, I feel like they brought a uh, brought a culture, you know, that we want to leave by, that us, our senior class wants to leave behind. And uh, I feel like I feel like that's going to help down the road. Uh, you know, it, it just seems like um, everyone just kind of understood they got to do their job this year and uh you know coach morris on the uh, and and uh coach sparkman on the line uh line coaches and and, um just everybody in general they've been around sparta football for quite a while Mm -hmm. but they stayed in the um I don't know if they're still called peewee or or or, yeah or junior pro or whatever it's called now uh the more rec league type of of football um did you play in any of that i did not i did not play until my sophomore year of high school okay well you know from what i've been able to see you know some of the some of the traditions that they've been able to bring along with them uh, something that i've never seen anywhere else and anywhere that i've attended a high school football game was was you know at the end of every at the end of every game everybody got out of the stands and lined the fence and gave every player a high five when they were coming off the field. Just how does that feel for you as a player just to see how uh, the community is is supporting you in a way that it's never been done before? It feels really good. Uh, this year that seemed like that was a big difference in our team. You know, we got we got out and did fundraisers and stuff like that, but the community was giving back. You know, they were pouring into us and uh, – we felt that responsibility on the field, you know, when we looked up the first game and there were, the stands were packed, you know, and we we knew we had to uh, show up because they supported us. And, I mean, it was a it was a huge deal for our players, you know, knowing that we had that support behind us. And that first game, you know, obviously the the elephant on the field uh, is is breaking the streak. Mm-hmm. And, and um, you know, with White County petitioning the TWSAA to go independent in order to kind of rebuild the program. Obviously, you guys wasn't eligible uh, 
uh, for playoffs this year, nor will they be next year as well, um, just because of the redistricting they go every every couple of years. But um, talk to us a little bit about that first game, because obviously uh, there's new uniforms, there's new helmets, there's a packed stadium, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the intensity and the excitement of everything. You know, the, the band is doing something new for you guys, you know, coming out onto the field this year, all of that. Talk to us a little bit about that first game and being able to, you know, from, from the time that you get out of the locker room, from the time that the final whistle blows and you guys finally break that streak. Tell us a little bit about how that first game went down and how it made you feel. So uh, going into the first game, we wanted we changed a lot of what we've done in the past. You know what our senior class was used to for the first three years or two years of their uh, playing career. You know, and that's one big thing that Coach Frazier's staff did. They wanted to change, not necessarily you know changing big things that have been around for a long time, but changing the way we thought going into the game. You know, and seeing different stuff. You know, so we didn't feel like we did the last two years. Mm-hmm. you know having won zero games in the past 20 you know and uh we were just really excited to play that game we had that game marked on our calendar for i mean since the end of the past year you know since as soon as schedules came out and uh it felt really good to come out there and i mean the stadium was packed and we just we were, we were really supported and we felt really good to get that win um it- it just seemed like you guys, you look like a different team. You know, mm-hmm. you, you carried yourself differently. You, um, you had a different level of intensity about you, and everything. Uh, offensively, of course, you know, obviously, we don't want to give away any secrets for next season or anything <laughs> like that. But you know, I know you're a defensive player, but obviously, when you practice, you get to see the offense. Yeah. You you get to see those types of things. How much uh, has Coach Seagraves been able to progress and put more plays into the program in order for you guys to be more successful? Well, he came in uh, late in the spring last year for his first year with us, and it was kind of – we didn't get much put in by the past season, you know, it felt like we didn't. But uh, by the time this – past year rolled around you know a lot of the players already had the fundamentals of our offense in their mind and uh we were able to use that you know and build upon that instead of you know so we we were able to expand our playbook I guess you would say mm-hmm. and uh build on what we already know you know and I think that helped out our offense a lot you know having two years in the system and right and on the defensive side uh, the one thing that I can that I can say that that I saw was the defensive line, uh, they got stouter, uh, mm-hmm. they got bigger this year. Uh, whether the boys grew one way or the other or, or just you know just had more players coming out, uh, the, the line play really on both sides of the ball, offensively and defensively, huge, huge difference mm-hmm. uh, in, in comparison to previous years. Uh, being a defensive back, being being the guy that you know, hopefully you're the cleanup guy uh, <laughs> because the lines already you know stood them up. But uh, talk a little bit about how that line play improvement from this year had really helped you being a safety and or kind of a nickel defensive back 
uh, type player in being able to account for your responsibilities. Our lines, they work really hard, and they did a really good job uh, during the off season, getting stronger, and uh, it really showed on the field. I think they both, offensive and defensive line, played a lot better this year, and uh, it makes your job easier as a defensive back. You know, when we don't have to worry about the run as much because they bottle them up pretty much, mm-hmm. you know, in the backfield or just a yard or two, you know, and it, it 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 makes our job a lot easier. It makes us look a lot better when they're – you know, taking care of taking care of business, and we don't have to come up the field. And you guys saw a lot of different offenses this year. Um, you know, from from a, a traditional more uh, triple, you know, option uh, type RPO mm-hmm. type of offense to uh, really a team that threw it all over the field with with Livingston Academy. Um, some some of the differences in, in what you've seen. What 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 would you say as probably the most difficult offense that you've been on the field with as far as defending? Well, we did. We played, uh, let's see, we played several teams that ran the wing tee, and we played some spread offenses, and Livingston was very powerful in the offense. They had a very good quarterback, and uh, we played several like them uh, in CAK. CAK liked to pass the ball a lot, and uh, – it's tough uh, guarding their routes, you know, when they have good athletes at receivers and they have good quarterbacks. And uh, to answer your question, I'm not sure, you know, what I would call the toughest. The toughest for me this past year was covering routes because mm-hmm. I wasn't able to move as well, you know. But yeah. um, I think the wing tee, obviously, they, they try to get you, you know, looking one way and then, you know, they're – they're really tough looking in the backfield to see what's going on, you know, mm-hmm. to make your reads. But, uh, I mean, I think we've made good adjustments in those games. And, uh, you know. And, and I, I, I think you're right. And, you know, one of the biggest adjustments that I can think of and really put uh, uh, an undefeated season on the line was when you guys went to Livingston and almost came out uh, with a win. Uh, playing very, very hard when it comes to uh, defending that pass and, and getting some timely stops, timely turnovers that, you know, and, you know, you guys were facing a, a, a Mr. Football finalist in, in Will McDonald, their quarterback. So uh, really, you know, the improvement of this program overall, uh, I think, is really something to be commended you're listening to Inside the Coach's Headset. We've got White County High School senior football player Bradley McBride uh, on the show with us today. You're, we're brought to you by uh, Tony Smith, your shelter insurance agent. Go see Tony at 425 East Broad Street in Cookville or call him at 528-7079. And you are listening to Inside the Coach's Headset on ucsportsnation.com. Uh, Bradley, uh, I, I know that there, in a lot of cases, um, uh, there's always something that you wish that you could maybe do one more time. Uh, being a senior, uh, being able to uh, uh, you know play for three years like you did, uh, you know, obviously, you kind of wish that uh, the last game would have finished out with a win and everything, and and for. for uh, to kind of go out on top, especially since uh, White County wasn't eligible to go to the playoffs this year. 
if there was one thing that you could that you could think of that you could kind of go back and say, I'd like to have one more crack at that, uh, what do you think it might be? Well, for me personally, I wish I'd played, you know, longer than I did. I started playing my sophomore year in high school, so I wish I had uh, played more years maybe in uh, middle school or played my freshman year. But um, as a team, I think it, 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 that answer that question's hard to answer because we had several games that we were really close in, should have won, you know, and uh, – you know, we were just a couple plays away, like you like you mentioned the Livingston game. We were just a couple plays away from that game. You know, having led for a good portion of the game, mm-hmm. twelve to nine, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, there's a lot of things looking back on your senior season. You know, that you'd want to do differently, but and, and the and the camaraderie of you guys. Uh, you know, you playing three years, but some of the other guys playing all four years. Um, you know, just really going through what you guys have went through in terms of a program, um, there, there's got to be, you know, some strong bonds and friendships and, and things of that nature that probably will go on for, for a really long time, if not the rest of your life, as, as far as that goes. Uh, talk a little bit about how you being a football player and creating some of those friendships, how it's kind of molded you into doing some things that you might want to be doing for the future. Well, I think I made I made some really good friends playing football, you know, that I wouldn't have otherwise. And you get with these people that, you know, you know have, their, have your back. You trust these guys with everything, you know, because you do it every Friday night, you know, and you trust these guys to do their job. And – uh I've made some really good friends because of football and uh, just the just the team building and the bonding that you get from that. And um, you know, I know I know that uh, it kind of takes a toll on you in terms of of uh, physicality. Uh, for those that um, obviously you can't see us, but Bradley came in here on crutches. Uh, had a little bit of a, a, a knee surgery in order to fix some things on him, and, and he'd be good as new here pretty soon. But, um, you know, it is a physical game. And uh, I think that, you know, you, you relying on uh, your teammates to do their job so you can do yours, obviously, is something that has to be there in, in success uh, of your program and in success every single Friday night. Um, if there's one thing that you hope that you've left behind inside that program, you yourself as a leader on that team, but you as a group of seniors, because there was a lot of seniors on that team this mm-hmm. year. Uh, what if there's one thing that you hope that that you've left behind for next year's Warriors and and so on? What what do you hope that it is? I hope that we leave behind the uh, the heart that our guys played with and the guys guys that I've played with for the last three years and uh, the heart that they left on the field, the work ethic in the weight room, you know, all year round. It's not just a fall sport, you know. For us, it's year round, and I hope that uh, I hope that the next few, next several years, I know they're in good hands with uh, Coach Frazier and his staff, and uh, I'm really excited to see what they do. And – that's what I want to leave behind is the work ethic, the 
you know, the the want to play this game, the heart that you play it with, you know. Well, I, I think you did. Um, I think I think you wore the colors uh, very well, and uh, I, I hope that uh, uh, you can take what you learned in these three years as well as what you've left behind in a plot. What, what are you kind of seeing for yourself moving forward after graduation? Um, you talking about like as yeah. far as what I'm going to do after college. Yeah. Yeah. I plan on going to, I plan on going to college. I'm not hundred percent sure about, you know, all the plans moving forward or whatever, but I know I'm going to go to college and, I'm not sure where. <laughs> that's all right. As, 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 as long as you keep going and know that you're going to go somewhere, that's half the battle right there. Yes, sir. Um, congratulations, Bradley. Really appreciate you coming on. Uh, you've been listening to Inside the Coach's Headset right here on ucsportsnation.com. We're brought to you by Tony Smith, your shelter insurance agent. Go see Tony at 425 East Broad Street right here in Cookville or give him a call at 528-7079. Uh, again, if you like what you're hearing on Inside the Coach's Headset, please share our podcast and, and let everybody know what we've got going on. We're more than happy to hear comments and some feedback. And if you have somebody that you would like for us to talk to or a subject that you'd like to talk about, let us know. Shoot us an email at sports at stonecomradio.com. We'd love to hear your feedback. Bradley, again, congratulations. Good luck to you. And uh, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Inside the Coach's Headset, presented by Tony Smith, your hometown shelter insurance agent. Call Tony at 528-7079. 528-7079. The X's and O's of coaching from the Upper Cumberland's best as we go inside the Coach's Headset.